accusés d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis, n'ayant aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve. Ils fuient sans cesse devant leurs poursuivants. Pour subsister, ils emploient leurs compétences. Quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul, l'agence Tourisque. that time where the three of us get together for a pay-per-view, think, come out with some weird batch that we, we think it would be done better, and then try and accept what they actually give us. For this time, we're booking the Royal Rumble, uh, more specifically, the two Royal Rumble matches, because I think these two guys will attest it was hard enough putting the Rumble matches together, sucks doing a whole pay-per-view. We've already, since we've already done Mania, Survivor Series and SummerSlam, it's thought I feel it was best to stay, uh, round out the big four and do a Royal Rumble. And I'm joined with a usual team of Jimmy Baxter. Hey, we got the fucking, the band back together over here. And he's finally crawled out of his, his corner, finally gotten over what he did at Survivor Series. And he's here to you know, hopefully bring, probably bring us the follow-up to his weird booking of Survivor Series. It's uh, Nathan Greenway. Hello. I've been back since Survivor Series, since you guys cooked that up. Really? Yeah, yeah there was that one that happened afterwards. I don't remember what it was. I don't, I don't I have no memory of this. Nathan, do, Jimmy, do you have any memory of this? Um, yes. I don't remember what it was, though. Yeah, neither do I. That was a thing. We did a thing. Hey. I mean, hey, it's in the archives, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Nathan's been back, you know, doing things with Ben. I, I totally listened to every one of those episodes. <laughs> totally. Every oh, missing episode that I could see. Naked the street, the Streaking podcast. Men, right? The yeah, Streaking yeah. Men? Or head over to Project Dits and you can hear me talk about football every week. Oh, boy. I'm all over the show. Just getting my plugs in early. Hey, you got you to get, get the people while they're listening. You, you know me, guys. You know, I love a bit of that old stalker, you know? Coming but, in hot and heavy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he is. Season. Jimmy's right. He, he's ranting lately. What's up, Scott? I'm not ranting. Do you need a minute? No, I'm, I'm fine. Thank oh, you very okay. much. You I'm sure you need, you need a tea? <laughs> I don't need tea. tea. need some tea? tea? Maybe, a, maybe a crumpet? <laughs> not, in, not, in, not in Scotland. That's too close to a vegetable. You sit there with your, al- your non-alcoholic wine and don't judge me. Nah, there's no non-alcoholic wine. I'm drinking Peaky Blinder Spiced Dry Gin. Oh. Yeah, it was a Christmas present, so I thought I'd crack it open for this. It felt like a big deal. I was wrong, but I'm still going to drink it. <laughs> Well, when you get a bottle from the Peaky Blinders, you are under order to drink it as, you know, as that all goes. Yeah, otherwise Killian Murphy might get angry at me. I mean, you got some time. He is filming the, the new season, so it might take a little while. But if you don't drink it before he's done, he will kill you. I watched Sunshine yesterday. 
at time oh. of recording. Speaking of Killian Murphy. Okay. Good movie. You guys seen it? I have not. No. No, it's Killian Murphy in space. Ooh. He has to restart the sun by launching a bomb into it. Yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, it's a real legal drama. <laughs> what are we going to do about page three? Just get some tits. <laughs> no, he has to restart the actual sun by launching a bomb into it. He has to fly super close to it. It's a good movie. Chris Evans is in it. Oh, 2007 Chris Evans. Oh, so this is still like Fantastic Four era Chris Evans. Yeah, and he has really long hair at the start of the movie. Then he cuts it off for storyline reasons. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, I was watching a film with Chris Evans in it the other day. Uh, it's called The Losers. Have you guys seen that? No. Uh, is that the one so, with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? and? Yeah. I'm familiar. So it's like, familiar it's like with the but, but, but with more people. So worse. So the A team, but with multiple black people. Oh, wow. Well, well they've got more. Well, they've got a very multicultural group in that. So watch it, you'll see. Okay. I often watch Chris Evans, Evans films for the diversity. Chris Evans things. Chris Evans <laughs> things. Uh, Chris Evans things uh, don't stop leaving in an elevator while exposing himself. Like it's I had my all. <laughs> You sure this wasn't just another stupid thing he uploaded onto Instagram? Like when he uploaded a picture of his own dick accidentally. Uh, that's America's dick, first of all. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were going to say, are you sure you didn't just dream this? It is entirely possible. <laughs> oh, good dick, though. <laughs> Fantastic hog. <laughs> just real thigh slapper. Yeah, kind of makes me hope they make another magic mic. Ooh, could you imagine? He could come out to like, like, I'm a real American on the, uh, like on the stage and it's just fucking spinning with tassels and everything. Oh, we could do this, guys. Fuck the rumbles. Let's make fucking Magic Mike 3 happen. <laughs> There's that TV show where uh, John Cena picks up a nude cyclist and spins him around. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, this is a real show. No, this actually did happen. I can't remember what it's called. It's an American show. But John Cena picks up a nude guy above his head and just spins him around. <laughs> and this is a TV show? Yeah, I'm going to have to Google it now, which makes terrible radio. I mean, I mean, I, I mean I've seen the first season of Total Bellas, and I didn't watch any more, but this, that's, that's the show you're thinking of. That's the show when really X-rated in the second season. Tour de Pharmacy? That's it. That's the one. That's the, uh, oh, the that Lonely Island produced... Uh... That Lonely Island uh, movie about the Tour de France, I think. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's it. Hey, he picks up a nude guy. He must have done that on Raw at some point. I, I, I don't think so, but maybe he's done one in one of our Rumble matches. That's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I never know how we open these shows, but it's always fun. We'll get, we'll get you there at some point. Yeah, yeah. This is format as we go through. I, I thought we'd start with the women's Rumble matches. Mainly because uh, something happens in mind with the 24-7 tail that needs to carry over. And so for, for continuity reasons, I need to start with the Women's Rumble. Okay, for continuity reasons, I need to announce that both mine happen at the same time. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> for storyline reasons. Oh, for storyline reasons. Right. Yeah. yeah, they happen at the exact same time. Well, Nathan, 
he didn't tell us that. So I well, I, I asked before Jimmy. Did I not ask beforehand what the format was? Well, uh, I didn't. Yes, yes, but to be fair, you had already started writing, I believe, at the time that you you were just making sure, and then Scott answered you, and you were like, "Oh, I thought it was whatever," and then you had already just done what you were about to do. Yeah, I did it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, didn't which to, I didn't expect you to see that they were having at the same time. <laughs> Obviously, you were very inspired by Money in the Bank last year, so. See, I considered doing both mains at the same time, but I thought I'm a same person. I'm not going to do that. Enter this fucker. <laughs> <sighs> okay, here's here's the hell of it. I was originally going to say, like, for the through each rumble, like starting with the women's for, for entrance one through ten, and then eleven through go around everybody, then entrance eleven through twenty, twenty through twenty one. And then entrant number three, and then just finish the rumble. Who wins? And then we do the same for the men. But I don't know if it, both of you have at the same time. Do I do entrants one through five, and for the men's, and one through five for the women's, and then just a few entrants from the men's, few entrants for the women's. When we come to you, it means then we will just do our women's one to start. Okay. Am I making any fucking sense? You're making sense. I've also got a lot. I've got some backstory as well that I need to read out. Oh, that's lovely. You don't, you don't have to send me and Jimmy any, any scripts to read. No, you guys aren't reading it this time. No. Oh, uh, see, again, what a bummer. I know, yeah, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was really doing vocal warm ups before this podcast, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to hear the voice acting talents of these two gentlemen on my new podcast, That Ain't Sport, coming early February. I've heard that Mitch McMichael guy is really, really a character. He is. He is. Just, just don't, you, you don't need to see his face. No. Voice for no, radio. No. But yeah, he has a face oh, made face for, radio. for radio. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Voice, <laughs> voice for anything, face for radio. I, I, I refuse to listen to such such a program. You know, they're they're very biased against my Scottish sporting hero. <laughs> Coming soon, wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> Love the plugs so far, guys. Love the plugs. Yeah. How you got it? To those four but, people still listening, we do have Royal Rumbles coming. But yeah, we do. <laughs> So yeah, like feel free to like you don't have to like also write other matches for the show, but if if it you feel free to mention like say somebody whoever wins your men's rumble say or their challenge for the WWE title, feel free to say oh the champion is Drew who beat so and so earlier in the night. You know it doesn't have to be exactly as what the rumble is going to be. So I think we'll start. I think we we'll start with Jimmy, Nathan, me. So. Jimmy, if you want to start with your Women's Rumble entrance 1 through 10, tell us what happens. All right, so the Women's Rumble uh, starts out in uh, typical fashion. The first person out is the Queen Charlotte Flair, uh, followed by Bianca Belair. Uh, They wrestle for a few moments, and then Carmella makes her way out. Uh, Then uh, after her at number four is Billy Kay, who comes out with a resume in hand and claims that she's added Rumble matches to her list of special skills or whatever. Um, and then she hangs out on commentary for a while before getting involved in, uh, the rumble later on, uh, number five. Now that my, uh, thing decided to go back up to the top of the page. Number five is Liv Morgan. Uh, six is Nikki cross seven is Shayna Baszler who, uh, you know, she takes out, you know, Liv Morgan and, you know, jobbers essentially no offense to Liv. We're from the same neck of the woods. Just, you know, get your shit together. Um, Ruby Riot is in at eight. Shotzi Blackheart is in at nine. And 10 
is Alexa Bliss. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's my top. That's my top ten. Not as much written for the women's rumble because of all the extra work I had to do hunting down other participants for the rumble who are on the active roster. Oh yeah, I, I gave up like with some uh, rumbles, especially the women's one, and just started throwing in NXT person, surprise person. Even though I know, given the circumstances, they won't be able to do that. But like, I need to make up numbers. Uh, Nathan. I believe you may have said something like this uh, in private, but uh, did you not say that somehow this, what you've written is a follow-up to what you did at Survivor Series, or? Cena Chronicles, Chapter 17. Rumble <laughs> me softly. <laughs> what is that? Uh, John Cena wondered to himself as he drove down I-97 on the way to Chartwell Golf and Country Club, where he is a regular. He doesn't like golf, just the atmosphere. As he pulled off in his Chevy... He drove so slowly past Ledo Pizza, where he saw her, a beautiful, strong lady, the strongest lady he had ever seen, long brunette hair. He rolled his window down and introduced himself the only way he knew how. Hi, I'm Bumblebee actor John Cena. <laughs> John had forgotten that ever since the war, he had been stranded in 1983. What's Bumblebee? I've not seen that one, said 1983 Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't understand, but it's great. So want to go for a workout together? Asked John. Weaver blushed. Two weeks later, the lovers went for dinner. And that's where Weaver dropped the bombshell on the one true American hero, John Cena. John, I need to tell you something, Sigourney said nervously. John looked puzzled, as if someone had just kicked out of that stupid jab thing he used to do. You see, I want to date you, but there's one problem, John. John said, I will conquer any problem for you. Okay, well, to be my true lover, you need to defeat my 29 evil exes. <laughs> John immediately stood up. Line them up. The light dimmed down in the restaurant. It was a very nice restaurant. Uh, and a spotlight falls on John. And out steps from behind the bar, 2015's The Miz. He tries to start talking smack, but Cena deals with him with ease. Up next came Eric Bischoff. He didn't last long. I think he was also just there for the food. Kalisto was next. Cesaro, the great Carly, didn't actually make it to the ring. I understand he can't walk these days. It's very sad. MVP, Lashley, Benjamin, followed by my true hero, Charlie Huss. Kurt Angle was next, but none could stand tall compared to John Cena. I'm sorry, how many is that you've done? I think that was 10. Oh, yeah. I thought you said the women's and men's were will happen at the same time. We are, we're getting to it. That's the, that's just the opening. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, just... that is just the opening. Young Sigourney Weaver from 1983, time traveling American hero John Cena, and uh, yeah, it is a follow up, but it is chapter 17. Is that your is that your contribution for an hour? Or do you want to read out a bit more? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay then. I've done this the wrong order. I should have been made me Nathan, because now I need to read my fucking women's rumble. <laughs> You've got this. I believe in you. Thank you. So I actually have to do one or two things for my story series. The main thing being that that Roman putting together a big uh, Samoan bloodline faction. So entrant number one in the women's rumble. If you smell what the rock kid is cooking. Here comes Simone Johnson as entrant number one. <laughs> uh, 
They should give her that music. What the rock? Parentheses, kid. It's good. Uh, entry number two is Naomi. The British Bowery Fighting Force, Simone, goes for her own version of the people's elbow, but Naomi jumps out, gets out of the way of it. Number three is Nia Jax. So, oh, I should mention Simone and Nia Jax are the women's tie team champions. Uh, Nia Jax, they both beat up Naomi. He hit a Simone drop. They throw her to the outside, but she's caught by the referee who then places her on the ring steps. And she just stands there waiting to get back in, waiting for the next entrant before she gets back in the ring. Entrant number four is Billy Kay, who uh, shows on her resume, said she studied Simone history and said she'd be a perfect addition to uh, the faction. Quickly gets beaten up and eliminated. Does she come out wearing the beads or like the fucking the lay and like all like Samoan stuff as well? No, but she does say she has seen Moana about 20 times. Has <laughs> <laughs> she just got that written on a t shirt as she comes out? No, it's on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But then, so then, Naomi comes back in and they go, oh, she's done a spectacular rumble, like save herself from elimination. Put to the face, Naomi gets eliminated as well. Out comes uh, Alexa Bliss dressed as she looks when she when she appears with Bray Wyatt in the funhouse. She's basically, she's acting all friendly, tries to hug uh, Simone and Nia Jax. They both look really confused. Uh, rock slide by Simone, which is a version of the rock bottom. Alexa Bliss is eliminated, so the first few entrants, the bloodline is dominating the rumble. Out comes Tamina at entrant number six. She's like, what the hell, guys? Because she's angry that she's not been allowed, uh, allowed into the group because no one likes her. Rock slide, leg drop, Tamina's eliminated. Like, who could stop this this dominant duo? Out comes Raquel Gonzalez, who actually manages to hold her own until the next entrant. And blaring into the speakers of the Thunderdome is tattoos all the things she said as Victoria comes to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so at least the horror kill managed to fend off uh, the one in Ajax. Entrant number nine is uh, Lacey Evans, who is quickly eliminated by Victoria after being hit with the widow's peak. What but the we... fuck? <laughs> she tried to, tried to sleep with a man's father. Well, sorry, she tried, tried to sleep with Charlotte's father. Yeah, a lot of people are fathers, to be fair. Who's she trying to sleep with? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, be the I, need, I need to know what Nathan feels about this Lacey and Ric Flair thing. Oh, yeah. She's trying to be the Don Marie to Ric Flair's Al Wilson, basically. Oh, that sucks. I don't like that. <laughs> Why? No because one knows. Reasons. Because she wants to mess with Charlotte for some reason, who's a women's tag team champion, but doesn't even appear on screen with her tag partner for, I don't know. Four weeks at this point. She thinks Charlotte Flair is going to be bothered by Ric Flair banging someone young. Well, he's been like holding her foot down and causing her to lose and stuff lately. Oh, has Ric Flair got a feet, feet thing? He's like, he's like making Charlotte lose. Oh. He's like, like uh, Lacey came out wearing one of his robes on SmackDown uh, recently. And they're sort of just going like, oh, look, look, Charlotte, I'm banging your dad. Ha ha. Spot on impression. I close my eyes. I feel like she's actually here. <laughs> you nasty. Oh, can't imagine Space Mountains. Very. Bleh. <laughs> I don't even want to finish that sentence. 
to uh, to, quote, to quote Adam Sandler from Big Daddy, ah, oh, with his old wrinkly balls. <laughs> but, yeah, right, so Lucy Evans is eliminated, but Victoria takes her off the ball for too long. Nia Jax eliminates her, so now Kale Gonzalez is left with uh, Simone Johnson and uh, Nia Jax. Out comes entrant number 10, Shayna Baszler, and I'll, I'll carry on when I come back to my turn. Okay. I like it. Shayna. Is Shayna doing good at the minute? Eh? Still paired with Nia Jax in reality, but... Ugh. Okay. Okay, so uh, the next uh, next few entrants in my Women's Rumble are Candice LeRae at number 11. Number 12 is Raquel Gonzalez, and 13 is Dakota Kai. She and Raquel just start wrecking shop there for a little bit. Um, let's see. Yeah, so they, they uh, just beat up a few people and eliminate a couple people. Uh, 14 is Lacey Evans uh, with Ric Flair, um, and that will come into play later on during the uh, the Rumble. Bailey is at number 15, who takes her sweet time getting to the ring while she uh, she comes out through the door from Ding Dong Hello um, and just leaves it up there so, and then yells at people who like don't go through the door on their way to the Rumble. It's like a whole thing. That, that should be her thing now whenever she does that talking to like when the AP had their door, like... Mm-hmm. Like people, she insists on people going through the door. Uh, number sixteen is uh, Ember Moon. Seventeen is Tony Storm. Uh, Eighteen is Dana Brooke. Nineteen is Peyton Royce. Uh, this is where Billy Kay gets up from commentary and joins the match. They both beat up a few women uh, and like eliminate one or two of them, and then strike the iconics pose in the center of the ring, and then get thrown out. Um. So that Sad is that, no, not not really. Um. <laughs> Not much more sad than them getting split up for, you know, reasons. Uh, And then 20 is Nia Jax, who uh, is not like most girls. You said that with such disdain in your voice. Uh, If anyone's been a fan of us for a long time, you know why. She knows what she did. She knows what she continues to do. (laughs) Just show up. Yeah, show up, hurt people. I don't know. Have a salad, you know, whatever. Uh, is it back to me? Yes, yeah, yes, it is. Back to you. Okay. As John threw Kurt Angle through the window of the very nice restaurant, grabbed, I'm sorry, Baron Corbin grabbed him by his, by his face and ripped off his weird hair. It was a wig the entire time I um, knew um, it. Um, Corbin comes in, John strikes him down with an elbow, then turns to look at Sigourney Weaver and just said, Really? This guy? And Sigourney said, he's he's quite good looking without the hair. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena then pummeled uh, Corbin through the floor, literally, because that's how strong he is. When bam, coming into the restaurant with some sweet moves, it's Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, oh, and he runs down to the ring, strikes shit. and dance. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Goes for a... Ernest Miller is still alive. You guys said that like I was really insulting someone. No, because I thought... I love Ernest the Cat Miller. Oh, like, thank God. You guys made him sing, and I was like, oh, God, am I insulting you? the dead guy? Just, he's the uh, greatest. He is great. I'm just remembering his like, appearance in the 2004 Rumble when he just stands. Yeah. Uh, after that came NFL player Brett Favre, uh, the Hurricane. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I don't like Brett Favre either. So I thought Brett I'd permanently Favre, to get ooh. beaten up by, by John Cena. They all came, they all all came and tried, but John was proving far too powerful. He's very strong, guys. 
but suddenly out of nowhere came a shriek of a bella and in the doorway was nikki bella in fact uh, has anyone got a good nikki bella impression for me john <laughs> thanks that's literally what i needed someone to say <laughs> john thank you can you say sigourney you think you can have john so easily Going to me or him? Uh, Eva. John, what the fuck with this Sigourney Weaver bitch? That dear. <laughs> and then lined up all of John Cena's exes. First came Carmella, then Ember Moon, Trish Stratus, Amy Schumer, Liv Tyler, tennis player Caroline Wozniacki, comedian Wendy Cummings, Lita, Josh Matthews. It was a phase. Uh, Sonny. <laughs> Uh, is there a flashback scene that explains that? Because I need to know exactly what happened there. It would be if I was to put this to film. Uh, and boxer Nicola Adams. Um, I'm worried that by the time you, uh, uh, Jimmy start our men's rumble, we'll have very little left of Nathan's one. Yeah, we are running through this. I'll slow it. I'll slow it down a bit. I'll I'll stop there then. So we're now into the middle of the women's rumble as well. Lovely. Let's, back to my women's uh, rumble number 10 as I say to Shea Beasler and you'll remember from our Survivor Series uh, podcast that her face was almost destroyed by a straight punch from Nia Jax after Nia portrayed her when they lost the women's tag titles so Shea Beasler is popping up and she's got a giant like face protector mask on like when Trish Stratus broke her nose that one time uh, or Tessa the Rogue Retro Smack review but she throws the mask or she doesn't need that she comes down she wreaks havoc Chokes out the one daughter that casually places her while still in the chokehold over onto the apron and just pushes her lifeless body to the outside. Simone Johnson is eliminated. And then she and Raquel Gonzalez are trying to get Nia Jax over just as number 11 comes out. You could tell her a lot of the I wrote this next bit. Lana comes out at number 11 and she kind of barely gets a, a, ha- a hand on Nia Jax, but they, when they eliminate her and she just jumps up and they're like, Yay, I helped. I'm the greatest. Nia comes back in very angrily, throws Lana under the bottom rope and puts her through a table. No. Is she still uh, going through tables? No. Yeah. She's been I, I wrote this when she was. Oh, okay. That would have been great if they were just still going with it. <laughs> On their 30-second uh, table. Uh, oh. But these next couple of entries, stuff really happens. I'm just trying to fill the ring back up because there are quite a few periods in my women's rumble especially where eliminations are happening very quickly so I'm just trying to fill the round back up number 12 with Nikki Cross uh, number 13 Dakota Kai who's now happy that uh, Raquel's still in it Kyrie Stane makes a surprise return at number 14 uh, Tony Stone comes out nothing happens uh, <laughs> then number 16 she's not even got her knockoff Power Rangers theme anymore so what's the point I'm uh, devastated oh, by that I'm devastated by it uh, and then, da 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 wait a minute, out comes Alexa Bliss again, but this time as 2017 goddess Alexa Bliss. Uh, and she comes out, but you can cross kick confronts her, like, what the hell are you doing? What is going on you? Because remember that storyline. Alexa Bliss punches her really hard in the face, gets up and does a sparkle splash, or whatever you call it, Twisted Bliss, eliminates uh, Nikki Cross. Number 17 is uh, Mandy Rose. With her soccer mom haircut. Uh, number 18, now this is a good one. 18 is Carmela, who is now the 24 7 champion, as she mentioned. 
uh, R-Truth comes out while she's in the ring trying to get in, but the referees are holding back, like, you can't be in here, the Women's Rumble match. Like, you got my, you got my baby, give my belt. Because Carmella does get into the ring with the 24-7 tail still around her waist. Uh, number 19 is Kaylee Ray, uh, who is sick of having no competition as the UK Women's Champion side. I'm going to enter the Women's Rumble and become a double champion. Uh, she comes in, she eliminates Carmella, who then pulls her onto the bottom rope. Uh, but Kaylee Ray hits her with a super kick and pins her. Kaylee Ray becomes the 24-7 champion. And then R-Truth rolls up. Uh, Kaylee Ray pins her and goes, yeah, I'm the U- NXT UK Women's Champion. Like, true, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, and number 20 is Bailey. Ding dong. Hello. In the next segment. Uh, 21 in my women's rumble is Natalia, who rejoins Dana Brooke, and they try to do some work, but get wrecked by some of the heels and are thrown out. Uh, Number 22 is uh, former torture victim Zia Lee. Uh, (laughs) She comes out, and after a short karate display that she insists on doing every time she runs down to the ring, um, she... Uh, sticks around a little bit uh, and eliminates upwards of three competitors before being eliminated. Uh, number 23 is Reckoning. She's one of the people uh, eliminated by Zia Lee. Um, 24 is Mandy Rose. Then Sonya Deville makes her in-ring return at 25. Uh, Fire and Desire stand off and fight each other before reteaming briefly throughout the rest of this rumble. Uh, Naomi is number 26. 27 is Mercedes Martinez. 28 is Gigi Dolan and 29 is Casey Catanzaro pretty much there to battle with Naomi for coolest save from being eliminated from a rumble just to be eliminated moments later. That'd be great if they both did their cool acrobatic thing, but at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And then they could have like a cool little like dance off or whatever before getting eliminated. Uh, who's Gigi? Um, Gigi Dolan is the former Priscilla Kelly. She just got signed by, uh, WWE recently and was on 205 Live during the oh. Women's Dusty Cup. The women have a Dusty Cup? That's cool. There's like eight. There's like fucking eight teams in it. It's pathetic. Or it's like four teams, eight teams, something like that. It's not a full Dusty Cup because they don't have enough tag teams to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Scott, do I go and do 30 and then save the like final four and stuff for after? No, uh, save. For the next thirty two entrance there, and then the sequence leads up to the whoever wins the rumble. Gotcha. Gotcha. I also have the final four, final two, and then the winner like listed. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Nathan, back to you. Okay, so I just said boxer Nicola Adams has just come in to confront Sigourney Weaver. So that's the, sorry, nineteen eighty three Sigourney Weaver. Uh, it's important to put that distinction in. And uh, so they just have a bit of like a brutal n- sort of knife fight slash boxing thing going on. And Sigourney Weaver uh, just stabs her straight through the head at one point. Uh, so now John and Sigourney are back to back, both covered in blood. Uh, and that's when Xavier Woods uh, comes in. John Cena immediately picks him up. And then Sigourney Weaver does that thing where they like bend down in like the proposing pose where her knees out and just smashes Xavier Woods across her knee. So they're kind of working together now. Uh, then in come Big E. Uh, Kofi, footballer Tammy Abraham, uh, Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Bobby Fish, Gold Dust, and then Rey Mysterio uh, as well. And as I say, Sigourney Weaver and John Cena are working together, so it's kind of a two-on-one situation, as if it's a 
as if it's kind of like that's a tag team in the Royal Rumble uh, at at this point. And uh, Sigourney Weaver is also important to say wearing Rey Mysterio's mask after they kill him. <laughs> and they are they are killing these people. This isn't like a friendly PG thing. Uh, do you want me to stop there, or do you want me to carry on? I think we, I think we better stop there. Okay. Okay. And then that the, the next bit will be the final part of the men's segment. Cool. And then uh, kind of blurred into one. <laughs> yeah. So I think just killing Rey Mysterio and wearing his mask. I think that's a good bit to end it on. Yeah. You can like Sigourney Weaver. Obviously wearing, it's 1983, so she's wearing like uh, like a wife beater vest, some jeans, covered in blood, wearing a Rey Mysterio mask and holding a knife. Isn't that Ooh. the perfect woman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No arguments here. So um, I, uh, Women's Rumble, entrant number 20 was Bailey. She's coming into this as the heavy favourite and going to her talking her up. Uh, she eliminates Kyrie Sane, boo. Uh, she's basically going to be doing a lot of the eliminations going forward, uh, trying to like, get her own like, record going. Candice LeRae is number 21. Uh, Bianca Belair is number 22. Number 23 is Reckoning, who comes in, goes after Bianca Belair, who immediately hits her with a spear, then press slams her, throws her out of the ring. Reckoning is eliminated. And Ali, who accompanies her to the ring, just walks off and discuss like you don't belong in retribution. Uh, number twenty-four. That's who reckoning is. Jimmy said her as well. It's just occurred to me. Isn't that Mia Yim? Mia Yim. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, uh, names. People. Things and uh, stuff. Number twenty-four is uh, Sonya Deville. Mandy Rose. Uh, tries to uh, put a pass by them, shakes her hand, it's on, it's on the bell, shakes her hand, and then immediately throws her to the outlet. They love it, Mandy Rose. Dana Brooke's like, hey, that's my friend, even though they've never explained why we're friends. So the bell knees Dana Brooke in the face and eliminates her as well. Ember uh, Moon comes in at number 25. Number 26, next surprise entrant is uh, Jazz, because why not? Uh, she comes in, she does a kind of a standoff like test of strength with Bianca Belair. Uh, number 27, out comes Rhea Ripley. As a surprise, because in my world, she hasn't been seen since uh, her NXT last woman standing match. She comes in, she has a, a standoff, and then eventually, with the help of Gullah, people eliminate Piper Niven, who comes in number 28. Uh, number 29, I put in Zaya Lee, uh, who does, for most of the time she's got on the way to the ring, does her karate thing. And uh, she has a face-off with number 30, who I'll reveal later. Ooh. I'm Ooh. excited. Intrigue. Suspense. Drama. Who you, Jimmy, who do you think number 30 is going to be? Let's have a bet. I bet you... You got, you got a drink? I'll bet you a drink. Uh, I can get a drink. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, don't leave the podcast again. Well, with the power of editing, you know, who knows? It's true, the power, the power of editing. Uh, we have a very competent editor here. and uh, A couple of them, one might say. Yeah, might. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> what uh, shitty thing were you going to say that you decided not to say? I didn't really have anything. I'm just trying to think who I think <laughs> 30. Who, who do you think Scott would make 30? I reckon I can read his mind. Do you think you could read his mind? Uh, Get out of my head. <laughs> 
No. Uh, no, now, now I can't. Okay. I think... I think it'll be Ronda Rousey. Oh, I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. No, she's only just had that kid. This is a pretend world that we're creating for the amusement of ourselves. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Now I think it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you it's not the person I chose for number 30, which is Rhea Ripley, who comes out and confronts Charlotte and they battle for a bit. Uh, eventually, uh, the rumble boils down to my final four, which is Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Charlotte, and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, it boils down to the final two of Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. And this is where Ric Flair and Lacey cost Charlotte the rumble, making Rhea Ripley the winner of the women's Royal Rumble. I like it. Didn't she? She nearly won it last year, didn't she? No, that was Shanna. It was, yeah, it was Shannon. It was Shannon oh, Charlotte right. at the end, I think. Oh, I like it. I like how the longer Rhea Ripley, like the longer her career is, the more spikes she adds to her clothes. She's going to be all spikes at some point. She's going to be like a, what's a, not sand true, a sand slash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's going to turn into a ground type. <laughs> yes, yeah. Gen 1 Pokemon evolution, and she's just going to be full on sand slash. I like it though. Rhea Ripley's a strong winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so last we left them, John and Sigourney Weaver were standing back to back, covered in blood, knives in hands, just surrounded by just just blood and viscera and gore. Not literally viscera, Scott. Don't get too excited. Okay. Uh, so next comes obviously it's Tanahashi. Uh, Sigourney Weaver spent a lot of time in Japan, so that just happened one time. Uh, but he's dealt with pretty easily. Only once with Tanahashi? You don't go back for a second run? Well, no. Maybe in the prequel. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Then in comes Mike Tyson. And Sigourney Weaver just kind of steps back at this point. It's like, guys, I will let you handle this. And John and Mike engage in just a, just kind of like some boxing. But Mike Tyson's super old and John Cena's John Cena. So jabs Mike Tyson in the face. He falls to the ground the human battery shane o'mac uh has his go kevin owens sammy zane and that seems like it's it but there is one more john covered in blood all the blood of the exes is everywhere he's also lost an eye at this point and he turns around to see ridley scott standing in the doorway ridley looks at john their eyes meet and he just goes no and turns around and leaves john <laughs> has won. He turns jubilantly and says, I've done it, Weaver, to see Sigourney scalping Ruby Riot. So John Cena wins my men's Royal Rumble. Okay. For the women's. Like, do you want me to keep going with the women's for a bit? No. Okay. No, because uh, I'm going to say something for when me and Jimmy are doing our men's one. But uh, guys, if you had been paying attention to anything I'd been saying during this Rumble, you'd have figured out who number 30 was. Uh, I should have mentioned right before the number 30 comes out, uh, Bailey does eliminate Bianca Belair uh, after Bianca eliminates Jazz. Keep kind of keeping their thing going that's on SmackDown. So uh, Dai Lee's in there, she's going kicks the people down the hiya kind of thing. And then number 30, zoom, uh, lights are slowly going out in the arena as you hear creepy laughing. Uh, uh, dressed in all black. And a version of the Fiend's Mask. It's Alexa Bliss. 
Mm. Three faces of light. So the you wouldn't have seen this season, but most recently on Raw, uh, Bliss was left on Asuka as, as Funhouse Bliss, and then lights came back up, and she acted all fiend like when she came back on, and she was dressed all in black. In this version, what's the added fiend mask? I'm calling Evanescence Bliss. They say then Zayalika squares up to her. She throws some kicks at her, but Bliss no sells it. Then Bliss grabs her with a mandible claw and eliminates uh, Zaylee with ease. Uh, I haven't thought about eliminations for a lot of people, but it does come down to uh, Bailey, Bliss, and Rhea Ripley. And uh, Bailey seems feels all confident with herself. She's gone quite a few eliminations, and uh, eventually she turns away from uh, away from Alexa Bliss. But Alexa Bliss can throw fire now, and so when Bailey turns around, Hadouken. Uh, <laughs> there's another fireball and then up in the screens of the thunder comes up finish her and <laughs> grabs her sister Abigail eliminates Bailey like oh we're down to two but we're not because finally emerged it's Lana <laughs> Lana's plucked up the courage she's back up from the table she runs at Alexa Bliss who grabs her with the mandible claw Lana's eliminated get the fuck out of here ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then it's down to you Bailey. just totally you just totally visioned Lana out yeah. from, like like you didn't have to, you didn't kill her once you killed her twice yes yes I did I sent Tino to her I can't wait for Miro Lana on uh, WWE Plus then <laughs> <laughs> it's down to Rhea Ripley and Scary Alexa Bliss. Uh, goes for sister Abigail uh, being much bigger we only counters that big boot to the face then hits the, the riptide and then easily throws her out Rhea Ripley wins uh, so I didn't realise realize me and Jimmy would have the same winner but backstage uh, during, the, during the rumble they cut to the new Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair who beat Asuka earlier in the night and Sasha Banks is the Smackdown Women's Champion and basically Rhea Ripley quickly gets on the mic and goes you all know who I'm going to challenge at WrestleMania, it's me versus Charlotte. And then throws the mic down and rocks away. The stage is set. The rematch. I I may or may not have started writing a version of WrestleMania. Not to put you guys on the spot on whether or not we're doing WrestleMania again. Sounds like we are. I mean... Uh, we'll, we'll see how my story ends. Oh. I mean, I... I I definitely, I, I think for a twist, we could try doing it over tonight if you guys are up for that, given that they've announced it as such, but God knows what Nathan would come up with. If I had two nights. <laughs> you mean if I wrote these in more than 45 minutes at a time? <laughs> it's a big save, 20, though. Big 22 save. and a half minutes across two days. That's quick uh, math. The, mon- the numbers don't lie. They spell disaster for you. The rough opinion. <laughs> Go, Jimmy. Uh, oh, are we starting the uh, the men the men's rumbles now? I didn't I didn't realize. Oh, I forgot. I thought for some reason I thought we were on a Nathan. For some reason I didn't realize that. Yeah, because uh, that story is so gripping and compelling. I need to know how it ends. Um, but yeah, if we're starting with the men's rumble, um, my number one in the men's rumble is Riddle. He comes out, uh, bros his way down to the ring, does fist bumps to the screens. And whatnot, you know, like he does, flips the big sandals off. Uh, then we got Daniel Bryan. 
and they do the graps for a little while. Um, Cameron Grimes comes out, taking this rumble to the moon. Uh, Drew Gulak comes out at number four. R-Truth comes out, but with no music because he's being chased by jobbers who are trying to take the 24-7 title from him. So he slides in the ring, stands around for a little bit, oh, oh, what's a, uh, and slides out and runs through the uh, Thunderdome away. We don't really see much, if any, of him for the rest of the Rumble. Uh, Chad Gable is at number six. Jey Uso is at number seven. Uh, number eight is T-Bar, who has a face-to-face with Gable. Uh, but before really anything can happen, Cameron Grimes throws him out, sends his ass to the moon, baby! And then number nine is Shinsuke Nakamura, and ten is Keith Lee. I'm liking it so far. Yeah, I like it. That's a hell of a rumble. That's stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I did do some planning for this one. Yeah, some some people are gonna look at it the wrong way when they see how we can pick the men's rumbles compared to the women's, but there are fewer women on the roster. It does make it a challenge. I mean. We also need to remember that, so people don't get upset, that my Women's Royal Rumble is a list of who people I am saying are John Cena's exes. <laughs> so some of them aren't women, and that's okay. It's it's 2021. Like, let the guy live. Uh, so John turned to see Weaver scalping Ruby Riot. Uh, up next, I have Liv Morgan came in. She obviously didn't last very long. No offense, Liv. Uh, Mickey James, and oof, we don't want to get into that gossip. Uh, Michael <laughs> Cole came out next. Why are they always shaking hands? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then came Edge, uh, but Sigourney Weaver easily dispatched of Edge, and she actually fed Edge the scalp of Ruby Riot. Uh, up next, weirdly, was the monster from Where the Wild Things Are. Uh, you're going to have to ask John about that. Uh, uh, Judy Dench was next. Natalia and Cherry came out on our roller skates uh, for people who remember, for people that re- vividly remember 2008 SmackDown. Uh, she came out uh, in our roller skates. Sigourney Weaver pushed her over, took the skates off, and then just smashed her head in with them, roared up to the sky. John got a little bit scared at this point, but also slightly aroused. <laughs> as, as one does. As one does, and I will leave mine, leave mine there, and then so the next time we come round, we're into the end game. Ooh. So, number one, uh, my brother Rumble is Chad Gable, who's continuing the thing from uh, my Stavarius, where he's going after bigger guys to overcome, to get over the whole shorty G thing, and talks about how it doesn't matter who comes out next, I can throw anyone on the table, no matter how big they are. And I've actually heard backstage rumors that I've got a big opponent. At number two, I've even heard that he weighs over 400 pounds. Number two, dun, 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 dun. how do you like me now? It's Hardcore Holly. Oh, shit. With his tribal <laughs> tattoo and everything. God damn it. So, starts off with Jack Gable and Hardcore Holly. I'm so proud of myself. Took the day off after that. Now <laughs> uh, comes Artif having regained the 24-7 championship. He keeps calling Hardcore Holly Molly Holly, which annoys him. Uh, and then after a rolling German suplex, Gable actually pins Artuff to become the 24-7 champion. Uh, number four is Matt Riddle, who he and uh, Hardcore Holly enjoy beating the fuck out of each other before Riddle eventually eliminates Holly. Number five is Jay Uso, who has been sent out by Roman Reigns with a specific purpose on behalf of the Bloodline not to win the Rumble, but 
to make sure someone else doesn't. We'll get to them in a little bit. Uh, number six is John Morrison. Number seven is a returning is a returning Jason Jordan. A bit of a confrontation with Chad Gable. Roll up. Uh, Jason Jordan wins the 24-7 champion. And then R-Truth turns around. R-Truth hits a spin kick and wins it back. So there have already been three 24-7 title changes at once. And then out comes Drake Maverick, who reignites these uh, issues after he yells and goes, I still haven't come consummated my marriage. <laughs> and okay. Maverick, after, after a crossbody arch, uh, Drake Maverick wins the 24-7 title. Uh, number nine, Kofi Kingston. Uh, he's got something coming up later on. And number 10, it's Maven. <laughs> oh, it's a hell of a theme song. I won't hear any different. We all remember Maven's triumphant moment in the 2002 Royal Rumble. <laughs> I want Maven back. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be back one day. He'll get a hell of a reaction. Uh, I, yeah, from, from like the 40 people who have like who were around for that, everyone else is going to be like, who's this guy? What happened? And I will be one of those 40 people. You wait and see. Uh, to each their own, man. Uh, number 11. Kick. Yeah, oh, incredible drop crick. Um, number 11 in my Royal Rumble for the men is Reginald, uh, Carmela's sommelier. Uh, let out by Carmella. He's frightened to death. Uh, and by the time they get to uh, ringside, Keith Lee picks him up by his hair. Uh, he gets picked up by Lee, uh, escapes, runs around for a bit until he is murdered and thrown out of the ring. Um, number 12 is uh, Big Dom, Big Dom Mysterio. Uh, 13 is Slapjack, who slides in, gets up to his knees, Kinshasa. Running knee from Brian, Broton from uh, from Riddle, Big Bang Catastrophe from Lee, and he gets picked up by Gable and thrown out. Um, number 14 is Big E. Uh, gets attacked by Cruz on the ramp, uh, who uh, attempts to take Big E's place in the Rumble. Uh, counter ticks down to zero by the end of all that. And number 15 is Sami Zayn, who hits Cruz with a halluva kick. Uh, Big E gets up. Great camera angle to show him rising up behind Sami Zayn. Uh Biggie believes it was Sami Zayn who attacked him and chases him down into the ring where he is surrounded by faces who start to beat the shit out of him. Uh, his camera crew is there to capture all of it. Uh, number 16 is Shemus. And then number 17 is Cesaro. The bar reforms momentarily to start thinning the pack a bit. Uh, they then fight each other for a while because, you know, drinks and fighting. Um, Otis uh, is at number 18 who comes in hot, attempts the caterpillar, but as he stands up, he gets super kicked. Uh, and falls uh, right over the top, right in front of Gable, who berates him for failing to win the Rumble or whatever their story is. Uh, number 19 is Jomo, John Morrison. And 20 uh, is The Miz, who was already out there with uh, John Morrison. Uh, timer kick counts down, no music plays, Miz, Miz slides in and eliminates Dominic Mysterio. And that's well, where we will leave it for now. I love it. I like Big Dom Mysterio. Yeah, he's good. Doing all right. He needs to stop dressing like he's better than me. Um, but, you know, not that I take that shit personal. What do you mean by that? He dresses very well. Oh, and that upsets you. It does upset me quite quite a lot. Quite a lot. He's a fashion icon and I don't like it. Yeah. 
Like, do you do you not get like t- intimidated when, say, like MVP is doing his stuff? He's always wearing really nice suits. Does that annoy you as well? I respect MVP. So, like, you don't respect Don Mysterio. No, he makes he makes wild fashion choices that at his age I would have loved to be able to make. Stopping you from making them now. Uh, my dad isn't a wrestler for the last thirty years, and I'm not loaded. Mm, sounds like you got daddy issues. Uh, I have I have more Dommy issues. More Dominic Mysterio being a better dressed person than me. I don't like it. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, we get you. We get you coming from. And the cat's in the cradle with the sails. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Papa. boy and the man on the Papa. We're last left off means the glory that is moving has returned to the where on where he comes and he's throwing out that incredible drop kick that he does. Uh, number eleven is Braun Strowman, who everybody kinda looks over like, Okay, we gotta take this guy out and uh Drake Maverick's kinda fire burn. Right, everybody at the same time we're all gonna run over, we're gonna take our bronze on. Right, go. And nobody moves except Drake Maverick, who then immediately gets hmm. caught by uh, Ron Strowman. Like, what, 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 no, guys, help me! And he gets thrown out and just lies there. Uh, and Ron Strowman just yells at Drake Maverick, so Maven gets plucked up the car. He's dropped things around him. Drop kick! Oh, is he going to eliminate him like he did the Undertaker in 2002? No, because Ron holds on. But Maven didn't see that, so Maven's still around as if he did eliminate him. Turns around to see that he, has been, he hasn't been eliminated. Uh, Braun grabs Maven, throws him out, and then Maven's kind of like, ah, oh, that sucks, but then sees Drake Maverick falls out on the, on the outside and pins Drake Maverick and runs off with the 24-7 title. Gilly <laughs> uh, and Dane, Drake Maverick's current tag partner, comes out next. He kind of shakes his head, looking at Drake Maverick on the outside, and then immediately like squares up to Braun Strowman. Number 13. <laughs> I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> between you and me, I was gutted when he didn't show up for Legends Night. What a guy. He he shows up, he does a back and forth with Riddle like, dude, cool, bro, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and then he has a thing with Killian Dean where he spits a bit of apple in Killian Dean's face and he doesn't like it better. Uh, number 14 is Jimmy Uso. By the way, speaking of Carly, I said I may or may not have been focusing on already started on my Wrestlemania. I cannot confirm or deny that Carlito is a big part of my Wrestlemania. Just just saying. Uh, number 14 <laughs> is Jimmy Uso, who immediately tells his brother to get the hell out of the ring. Uh, they both like, wait on the outside because they are under strict orders from Roman Reigns. Number 15 is AJ Styles. But uh, while AJ gets into the ring, we get a cut to backstage on a split scheme where we see Maven getting into a cab, going like, yeah, well, I didn't win the Rumble, but at least I walked away with this. As he goes to get into the cab, R-Truth rolls him up, sends him for the 24-7 title, and like he did to Christian at WrestleMania 18, uh, R-Truth steals Maven's cab when he, along with the 24-7 title. A sneaky, sneaky guy. <laughs> Number 16 is Big E, still the Intercontinental. He's the, he is the Intercontinental Champion, and uh, my version, he comes in, and he shows immediately then go after him with a steel chair. Because Biggie, since the virus, he's a couple of days has uh, had some things to say about the way Roman Reigns conducts himself. So Roman Reigns feels disrespected. So has ordered the bloodline to stop Biggie from winning the Royal Rumble. So he has to deal with Joe one, but then also uh, Kofi Kingston is involved as well. And there is no big uh, Kofi elimination spot, but they are both dangling over the, the apron. And Kofi, in a very dramatic moment, goes, 
I'm not, and Biggie's like, Kofi, do one of your dramatic escape things. Save us both. And Biggie and Kofi just like, nah, man, it's not about me this year. This is your time. And it, Kofi Kingston just drops and lies on the floor, allowing Biggie to step on him so he doesn't get eliminated. Like, this is about you, man. Go on and win this thing, man. Do it for the new day. Uh, comes Cedric Alexander, hits a lumbar check and then eliminates Carlito. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then the next few entrants are just building up to a spot I have in my next 10, which is going to be probably the, my best, the best thing I've ever written. Uh, 18 is Cesaro, number 19 is Shelton Benjamin, number 20 is Seamus. And we're back to Jimmy. Okay, number 21 is Xavier Woods, who comes in and reunites with Big E. They square off with The Bar and Miz and Morrison. They all start to brawl during the, scar- uh, the scuffle. Grimes uh, ends up eliminating Cesaro. And when he lands outside, uh, the camera shows Cesaro not looking very happy. And you can hear him say that he promises that him and Grimes are not done. Uh, because personally, I want to see Cesaro versus Cameron Grimes in NXT. That's just a little thing I threw in there for myself. Um, Sheamus laughs with Grimes at Cesaro for getting eliminated. And then Big E eliminates them both. Uh, number 22 is Ricochet. Uh, he comes out uh, spreading COVID and whatnot. Uh, 23 <laughs> is Zach Gibson of the Grizzled Young Vets. 24 is Pete Dunn. Uh, 25 is Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, and, you know, they all start doing the wrestles, the good wrestles. Um, and a lot of stuff is going down. All of a sudden, uh, I hear voices in my head. Fucking masked uh, Randy Orton comes out in his dumb, stupid mask slowly approaches the ring and avoids getting in for a bit. Uh, when he finally decides to slide in, it's fucking RKO City. He just fucking ba-bang, 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 ba-boosh, and eliminates a few people. Uh, then the lights go out. Uh, suddenly, Alexa Bliss is standing in front of Orton. They get close. Lights go out again. Comes back on, and the Fiend appears, who ha- already has Orton in a mandible claw. Uh, lights go out, and they've disappeared. Uh, and then we find Orton uh, on the floor and uh, appears to be eliminated. Uh, 27 is Bronson Reed, who comes in and immediately squares off with Big E. They slap meat for a bit. Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee Keith Lee intervenes, and then they start slapping meat. Um, big Thunderdome pop for meat slapping, which is something I wrote in all, cap, in all caps. That's a literal thing I wrote. Big Thunderdome pop for fucking meat slapping. Right? The rumble in the Thunderdome. You gotta have some meat slapping. Uh Reed knocks Lee away. Uh E starts to try and get Reed out. Uh Reed and uh Big E hit the apron and then Lee pounces them both out of the ring. Uh so they are both then out of the rumble. Number 28 is Mustafa Ali. Uh 29 is Elias, who comes out with the guitar, but from behind Jeff Hardy hits him with it throws him into the ring and he gets eliminated. Uh, Jeff Hardy is not in the, in the rumble. They just have a, you know, fight each other until you're both dead sort of story going on. So that's what happens there. Where, where were we? Oh, Cherry. Cherry's dead. That's where we were. Uh, so Sigourney Weaver is just uh, in pretty much destroyed Cherry with her roller skates. Uh, and that's where, where Stephanie McMahon enters the fray, uh, the creator of women's wrestling. But Sigourney Weaver's not a wrestler. She's a fighter and she's a survivor. So she just absolutely cuts Stephanie down. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are up next doing their shtick. But Sigourney ain't got time for that. But who she does have time for is uh, film director Patty Jenkins. 
who enters the who enters the fight, enters the chamber of doom, as it were. Uh, they have a nice little chat about kind of filmmaking in general. So Sigourney Weaver tried to become a director at, at one point, but it didn't go very well. So, but then obviously Sigourney had a plan and just machetes her in half. Judge Judy and Asker don't last much longer. Uh, NFL player Brett Favre is back. Uh, no one saw that coming because he's dead, uh, but he dies again. Uh, and lastly, until we get onto this bit, is Michael Fassbender. John Cena and Michael Fassbender. Not something anyone saw coming. You can't see one of them, and the other one has a gigantic hog. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows if that's true? It is true. It is true. It's absolutely Uh, true. So no one else walks in. So Sigourney Weaver uh, uh, says, where's the last one, John? Isn't it that Bella girl? John looks around, and Nikki is there. But she just shook her head at John Cena and walked away. And that's when it occurred to John. And he gets up proudly, covered in goop and eyeballs and everything from all the people he's just killed. He says to Sigourney, the final evil evil ex is me accepting who I truly am. For so long, I've not been seen. But with you, 1983 Sigourney Weaver, I can be seen. You can see me. John lent in for a kiss before, boom, a flash of light and a wormhole appears and it opens up in time and space. It looked kind of like kind of like the ones from Doctor Who and flash. John is gone. 1983 Scorny Weaver was left surrounded by the remains of 56 <laughs> assorted celebrities. <laughs> John wakes up. He's in a beautiful field. He stands up and he sees a bustling village, carts being dragged along by horses, and a giant wooden sign that just says, Welcome to Oxford? What year is it? He cries out at a farmer-looking man, who replies, It's year four, the fourth year since it happened. Since what happened, the jorts-wearing apparent grown man says. (laughs) And the farmer points at a giant statue of 1983 Sigourney Weaver holding the head of John Cena. The end. What a wild ride. Wow. That's where chapter 17 ends. Oh. Me and I can't Dominic. wait for chapter 33 or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, do we need to try and follow that with the end of our rumble? So. Good luck. Best of luck, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Number 21 in my rumble, it's Big Rikishi, who comes out to work with his sons and beating up Biggie. Uh, number 22 is Bobby Lashley, and then there's a big face-off with uh, him, him, Cedric, and Shelton face-off with the Usos, and Rikishi, like, oh, two big factions, the bloodline and the hurt business, are going to square off, and then suddenly, from out of nowhere, Rikishi and Rikishi and the Usos are wearing the same sunglasses that Too Cool used to wear, and suddenly the music starts, and the business and the bloodline have a big dance off in the middle of the Royal Rumble, a la Rumble 2000. <laughs> I love it. And then number they, they dance until number 23, Elias comes out and starts mocking everybody in the ring with a song, and uh, he's mocking the 
you know, the Usos and Rikishi for being fat and everything. And then in the middle song, he gets cut off by uh, Rikishi, who puts a hand up to his face, and the other hand suddenly produces a microphone. You don't want really to know where that microphone came from. Gross! He, oh. <laughs> he comes out, he picks out and goes, you, what, you, you recall that singing? Let me show you this, son. And Rikishi gives us a rendition of his song from the WWE Originals album titled Put a Little Ass on It. <laughs> and serenades us all before then super kicking our eyes and everybody eliminates them. And then Seamus and Cesaro are like, what is this? You guys call this music? And they give us a rendition of their song Ice Ice Shamey from a, a rap battle they did with the Usos a few years ago. Or is it the New Day? I can't remember. And then that leads into a massive brawl with everybody, be, people being eliminated, which continues into number 24 coming out, which is Randy Orton, who suddenly spots Rikishi and is like, a legend, I must kill them. And RKO's and then eliminates Rikishi. Uh, and then number 23 is meant to be The Miz, but we learned earlier in the night that The Miz got, uh, gave, up, gave up his number because somebody made him an offer. Number 25, you think you know me. It's uh, Edge, oh. he, he's bought uh, Miz's number just so he can get at Randy Orton. And Randy Orton has this slow turn like, oh, fuck. Out comes Edge, who somehow is, uh, unlike the last two, almost his, his beard is even bigger and his eyes are even wider than usual and more manic. So they look like they're going to pop out of his head. And basically, they both flop, he flies at Orton so much that they both go over the top rope. Edge doesn't care that he's on the himself. He's just beating down Randy Orton. That's all he cares about. And it comes number, number 26. It's Big E. I'm oh, sorry, it's Keith Lee, who alongside Big E uh, eliminate the Usos. In comes number 27, Baron Corbin, who made a deal with Roman Reigns. He said, like, you know, if your, your family doesn't get it done, I'll take out Big E for you. And so he and Big E have a, have a face-off. Number 28, coming out 20 years after he set the record, it's Kane! Uh, so he, he actually gets fired on like some other people. He's sort of then throwing people, choke slamming them, tries to get Big E, uh, he tries to get Keith Lee up, but I don't know why I keep mixing up Big E and Keith Lee, but uh, he tries to choke slam Keith Lee. But... I, don't, I don't want to dive into that one, Scott. Well, because there's a bit of my notes where Keith Lee, after Keith Lee comes in, he has a spot with Big E, and so I think that's too close together, I keep reading them. But uh, it's, I've got them too close together, my notes leave me alone. That. <laughs> uh, so basically, Kane, you can't get Keith Lee up for a total slam because he's got too much beef. Uh, number 29 is Ali. He comes out with the rest of Retribution, uh, apart from Reckoning. They basically do what uh, Seth Faction did last year, where they pull people out under the ring, beat them up, and then throw them back in the ring so Ali can eliminate them. And then I've just got a number 30 left, but we'll go back to, to Jimmy. All right. So as I said, uh, Elias came out... Um got you know blasted with the guitar by jeff hardy who then loses uh who then leaves rather um he got thrown into the ring and eliminated and then all of a sudden while everyone's trying to battle out i guess they just forgot so right here right now to burn it down seth rollins makes his return at number 30 in the royal rumble and he hits the ring hair hair everywhere fucking gray's showing from being up with the baby and whatnot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he is just fucking in there, fucking wrecking house. Everything's going on until we hit our final four of Keith Lee, Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, and Seth Rollins. They battle out for a little while. Um, they decide to try and take out the big man, Keith Lee. 
Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura hits him with a Kinshasa. Brian hits the running knee. Rollins hits a big frog splash. They're trying to get him over, get him over, get him over. Eventually, they get him onto the apron. Shinsuke goes to hit another Kinshasa, but gets caught up on the top rope as Keith Lee falls off. Rollins then throws Shinsuke over the top, and we are left with Brian versus Rollins in the final two. Just like in 2007, these two go 12 and a half minutes just wrestling each other. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. The grappliest of grapples. Um, and for those who don't remember, Daniel Bryan came in at number two um, uh, of this Rumble. So, you know, just like in the Greatest Royal Rumble where he was in there for forever, uh, he's in there now. But he's also in there with a fresh Seth Rollins who came in at number 30. They wrestle for a long time. But eventually, your winner, moving on to WrestleMania, is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. That's Finally, fixing... Fixing what happened in 2015, fixing the, the the world, but this time he's going to go up against Roman Reigns. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is your match for WrestleMania 37, in my universe, anyway. That is main event worthy. Thank you, thank you. I know. Mm-hmm. I thought it. So you just got my the final bit of my men's rumble to go. Uh, so Ali, like Dean Retribution, I've got this settled. They're gonna run roughshod to the next rump the rumble. But who comes out number thirty? It's Brock Lesnar. Who comes oh. out immediately? Retribution outside, try attack him. He just suplexes them all on the outside. Immediately comes in, uh, sup- overhead suplexes Ali over the top rope. Uh, Lashley spears Lesnar and he goes to go for a second one, but he gets picked up into an F5 out out of the ring and say, who could possibly eliminate uh, Brock Lesnar when he stands, makes him take a stand too close to the ropes and gets pounced over the top rope by Keith Lee, who just looked down like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and then if people if you forgive for forgetting that uh, Corbin has the Forgotten Sons as he's back up for some reason, he's still got that, I can't remember. But in my opinion, Seems like you forgot about I the did. Forgotten Sons. Eh... Uh, 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 I saw what he did there. But basically, the Forgotten Sons grab Keith Lee's guy's leg, which distracts him, which allows uh, Corbin to eliminate Keith Lee. Boo, boo, I know, boo. Until eventually, the uh, the rumble comes down to Baron Corbin versus Big E. Uh, Woods and Xavier come down to chase off the Forgotten Sons. Uh, Corbin hits the deep stick. He goes for the end of days, but Big E manages to flip over. And even on one leg, he's got yeah, he picks them up for the big ending, eliminates them, big E, uh, wins the Royal Rumble, and uh, celebrates with a new day, still favouring his leg, and he grabs the mic and goes, I'm going to choose my champion right now, Roman. He's got the very impenetrable Roman, and you may send your family out to take me out, but I'm going to hobble my way to WrestleMania, and I'm going to become the new Universal Champion, and do you know why? Because Big E rocks. Big, big E-Rock. popping noises into the, into the Thunderdome. Big E-Rock. <laughs> and Roman, Roman has a very sour face backstage as he as he's very angered that yeah, the Usos failed to stop Big E from winning the Rumble. Bloody Usos are useless. They are. They really are. Oh. So, those are our three Rumbles. Uh, who do you guys think... Rumble is the best. 
I just uh, have to see yours. Just I have to see that realized into especially <laughs> the Josh Matthews part. I really am just so curious. There's a lot of prequels that could happen there. Uh, 16 of them, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I, I, I love the fact that you said uh, you, you have to go to Josh Matthews. It was a phase. Like, you just had to fill that in there. Like they, met, like, they met in an arts camp over the summer or something and, like, happened to live in the same bunk together. And then, you know, one thing led to another when they were drinking toilet wine or whatever you guys do at, I don't know, fucking camps. I, I don't like the woods. Um... <laughs> And then things just happen, and then they break up. And it sounds like it would be soul crushing, but I need to need to have my soul crushed by that, like uh, that 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 powerful story. We'll see if any of the previous chapters are me ripping off the notebook. <laughs> Please, yeah, just just like seeing different versions of like rip off the romantic comedies we've done, seeing a different ex. Oh, John Cena is now in. Uh, year four. <laughs> You've got you can have a uh, John Cena and a remake of a uh, You Got Mail with Josh Matthews or whoever it is. Yeah, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I don't know. What's the Gay Cowboys movie? Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, Josh Matthews and John Cena. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I always said John. I just I, I forgot most of these evil actors because there's just so many people to think of. You're just throwing at us, other than Remisito, who died and had his mask worn by Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I can read out the evil X's if you want. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 58 some odd celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, those are our rumbles. I, if you guys have a preference to which rumble you guys thought was best... Make sure to hit us up at rogue underscore opinion. Uh, let us know whose was best and which one you want to hear more of. Um, if you want to vote for Nathan's, you know, just fucking tell him. Let us know. We'll make him write more things. Uh, so, Nathan, uh, why don't you tell the people what you got going on? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Nathan Greenway on Twitter. You can uh, listen to me weekly on Project Dits. It's at Project D-I-T-S, talking football or soccer. Uh, with my co-host Dara. Uh, my new podcast, That Ain't Sport, which is a scripted comedy series, is is coming in early February. These guys are lending their voices to it in the in the first episode, and uh, yeah, it's only going to be monthly to begin with. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, otherwise, it's is it nice to talk? Yeah, it's nice to talk to you guys again. Well, so you had to think about that for a second, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to talk to Jimmy. Love you, buddy. I love you too, man. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if I had such a good time on the grapple at dates because this fucker wasn't here. (laughs) You try your best for this guy and he just throws it back in your face. I'm sorry. No, no. Sounds sounds like you're not. It's too late, Nathan. Too fucking late. Well, while Scott recovers, I'll tell you guys real quick. Uh, Nathan, have you... uh... You happen to check out a little thing on Fight TV recently called Kingdom Come Five? I've not. I've not. Well, 
just so you and everyone else know, Kingdom Come 5 is still available, ladies and gentlemen, from the good people at Pro Wrestling Magic uh, over on Fight TV. Also, uh, Cards Up to Change is also up there for the low, low price of $9.99. And then once you get it, you can watch it as many times as you want. Lots of stuff going down in the kingdom. So go do and check those out. Please go check us out over on Twitter, at Wrestling Magic. Uh, also, the guys over at the Wrestling Podcast, that's Wrestling Without the E, uh, did a little cheeky review of uh, Kingdom Come 5 that's over on IT- ITRWrestling.com or wherever you get your Inside the Ropes podcast, so go check that out as well. I'm at Mr. Riot on Twitter. That's M-R-R-I-0-T. Um, you know, still looking at you, Matt Stryker. If you need a better commentary partner for those Impact shows, I'm here. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm ready. Who's this commentary part? <laughs> D'Lo Brown, and he was awful. Fuck off. Seriously? <laughs> I swear to God he was. It was awful. It's bad. Well, a guy with that much swagger can't do commentary. I he, he the thing was that he st- I mentioned this on the uh, the grapple update, uh, but he kept like starting sentences and would just stop talking at a point. So Matt Striker would just have to go <laughs> in our sport, professional wrestling, and st- fucking all this other shit. But yeah, that's uh, at Wrestling Magic on Twitter for Pro Wrestling Magic, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Magic. I'm at Mr. Riot on the Twitter, and now our illustrious host. Mr. Scott McLeod, what do you got going on in the world, buddy? Well, uh, Jimmy, unlike uh, some people, I did actually check out Game of Come 5. I mentioned it on the Grapple Updates, and I enjoyed it very much. You know, I went out my way to watch it because you asked me if I would check it out, and I said I wouldn't. That's what a good friend does. Thank but, you. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it, and I love that you loved it. Love that you enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, you can check me out uh, on Twitter at Scott Paul Myler Podcast, Scott and Paul's Rowland Podcast at SP Rambling. Earlier today at time recording, we recorded uh, our latest Freezer related episode, and we also will be talking about Hard to Kill in uh, the coming weeks. And also here on the Rogabines podcast, you can check out the Rogue Retro Smackdown review. The uh, next couple of episodes are going to be with Mr. James Wilford of the Undisputed Wrestling Podcast. Wooly! Yes. What a guy. Didn't you beat him in a quiz? I did beat him in a quiz. Handedly. Oh, uh, you know, they don't talk about that. They have all the past losers back on, but for some reason they never invite invite me back. Maybe I was just a shit contestant. Sounds like a call out to me. What you going to do on Disputed Era Wrestling thingy podcast thing with the thing? No, 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 no. Don't. don't. I, don't I don't want to. Scott, well, you can, a, go, in, you can go in my stead. I mean, I doubt they'd invite me back. You know, I, I beat Cal. He's the best of the three. I mean, you know, I don't even think I got one ball with the other two because if I can beat Cal, then I can easily beat the other two. You know, we'll send, uh, we'll send Rahul. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> How's he going to answer any of the questions? Lord knows he doesn't watch any of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us here on the uh, Creator Rumble uh, podcast here. We are the A-Team, and in the immortal words of Mr. Wacko, uh, I'm sorry, Yakko Warner, good night, everybody! Still hot, knock your shell off, my money stacked
fat, plus I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this, it's automatic. I win this, so you hear those horns, you finish. A soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Plus I'm storming on you chumps like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus I keep it on lock like I'm part of the jail. I'm slaughtering stale competition. I got the whole block wishing they could run with my division. But they gone fishing with no bait. Kid, your boy, hold weight. I got my soul straight. I brush your mouth like Colgate. In any weather, I'm never better. Your boy's so hot, you never catch me in the next man's sweater. If they hate, let them hate. I drop your whole clan.